building our podcasting studio back here. Just, I remember when I first moved to New York City, how much I learned to appreciate space, because there's none of it here. Having to edit in a bedroom that I shared with another person, in an apartment that I shared with four other people, space is the most elusive thing. And when I got my studio upstairs, it was like the crowning achievement of my entire life when I got that 10, 12 years ago. And now this idea that I have this big, gigantic space that's not just about me, but something bigger than me, something that can maybe enable creators or like the creator community here in New York City sucks, and I think it's because there's no central location. Maybe this can be a part of, of motivating all of that. Like all the things I've ever wanted to do and done and struggled to do in the world of videos and media and YouTube and everything else. Like this is my go at that. What you just heard right there was a snippet of Casey Neistat's 368 project, which I think that part, that speech, is the climax of it. What's going on, everybody? My name is Isaac Mihangos. I'm a photographer and web video producer, and three podcasts in one week. What a miracle. I wanted to give a breakdown and my opinions on this whole new project. Now, a few weeks ago, Casey Neistat announced that he was going to start vlogging again and oh my god everybody was extremely excited about that they, these were going to be daily vlogs once again and i feel like this studio is a very centric point to what he's doing um <clears throat> it's, a, it's a new leap and i'm a huge casey neistat fan and when i looked at this over the past year i noticed that he was very inconsistent and he took note of that and his projects didn't seem like they were this not saying that they didn't have a hundred percent of his attention but they it felt like they didn't you know it's probably because of the whole cnn thing and him trying to make another business through beam but that's all in the past and i guess what i've learned from that from him as well as this youtube is really his thing and where he thrives the most and i think he notes that but during the vlog, I noticed that um, th during the first few minutes, I noticed that the that the speed, the cuts, the jump, the transitions were all very different, and that's because Casey has a new partner in crime, or his pick, who's Dan, who's from South Africa, and apparently he's now letting other people edit the vlogs, which is really really interesting because he said he would never give control of the vlog to anybody else but I tuned into their live stream for a bit on Twitch and apparently Casey still holds the narrative um, but Dan just adds special effects and transitions and looking at it from this first view from the first time I watched it I'm all like this works it still feels very Casey when it talks like when he's talking but the transitions they feel like a little bit more modern I guess they feel like the music seems a bit more edgy but not too edgy um, which is really cool and on, on the whole basis of this you know 368 studio um, it's just like a really cool place I think he wants to enable other creators my favorite quote from him is the ultimate evolution in a creative of a creative is to enable other people to do what you've done and I feel like this studio is him uh, putting weight on that quote so I find that really interesting it's obviously like he said it's not 
like a YouTube creator space, which is also another topic because the YouTube creator spaces apparently have a lot of regulations and uh, Sam Schaefer talked about this. Um, like you have to get approved before you upload anything from within that space, which is really weird, but it makes sense because YouTube is a private company. But this 368 studio is Casey. So I guess it's like invitation only, which I mean, it makes sense. He kind of owns the building, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was something that um, is just kind of directing to that quote. And it's really cool. Um, he wants to create it into like a sports place, a kitchen, a podcast, a really big creative location. Um, so I think that's awesome. And I think I've been... That I think one of my dreams now is to go there and visit, which uh, I feel like he also wants to make his location a podcasting station, which is really cool because he's starting a podcast with his wife. So there's like so much going on and I can't wait to really see how this place thrives. Um, And kind of just going back to what he said, I also felt that that whole New York is very centralized. And I can really reflect on that, that there's no real central location anywhere when it comes to creatives on YouTube. Um, If you think about it, there's no place here in the Bay Area either. YouTube HQ um, uh, or the Google Place is here. But, you know, San Francisco is also one of the most creative places in the world. So is New York and so is Los Angeles. And there's no real creative location where everybody can meet up without too many regulations. Um, but it's, it's really cool what he's doing and it's kind of goal of mine to go there now <laughs> and be invited, um, which also brings me to like the goal of this podcast, right? So I think, um, I'd like to, uh, make sure that I get on his podcast one day. Um, but yeah, that's, it's really cool. I think it's a really well put together transition to his next step, um, as a creator as someone that's been around the whole YouTube location for so long and on the platform. And I think he's making spaces for the new upcoming risers. And I, re- I think that's really cool. So I'm really enjoying it. I feel like this this whole location isn't... Um, or this whole vlog wasn't shot yesterday. It was like beforehand. And that's because I guess they have to... I don't know. I feel like they're just backing up just in case or like stocking up on videos. Maybe it's a week behind or like two weeks behind. I don't really know the time. It seems a little funky because they're all like preview of the next episode at the end of the vlog. So I'm really confused. Also, apparently Casey isn't switching to to Premiere Pro and his editor Dan's a Premiere editor and Casey's a Final Cut editor. So way to make things hard, Casey. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. This is like the longest podcast. Apparently, uh, Anchor lets you go beyond five minutes now, which is really great because back then I had to break down all my episodes. Anyways, thank you so much for your time and your attention, and I'll catch you in the next one. We are building our podcasting studio back here. Just, I remember when I first moved to New York City, how much I learned to appreciate space because there's none of it here. Having to edit in a bedroom that I shared with another person in an apartment that I shared with four other people, space is the most
most elusive thing. And when I got my studio upstairs, it was like the crowning achievement of my entire life when I got that 10, 12 years ago. And now this idea that I have this big, gigantic space that's not just about me, but something bigger than me, something that can maybe enable creators or like the creator community here in New York City sucks. And I think it's because there's no central location. Maybe this can be a part of, of motivating all of that. Like all the things I've ever wanted to do and done and struggled to do in the world of videos and media and YouTube and everything else, like this is my go at that. What you just heard right there was a snippet of Casey Neistat's 368 project, which I think that part, that speech, is the climax of it. What's going on, everybody? My name is Isaac Mihangos. I'm a photographer and web video producer, and three podcasts in one week. What a miracle. I wanted to give a breakdown and my opinions on this whole new project. Now, a few weeks ago, Casey Neistat announced that he was going to start vlogging again and oh my god everybody was extremely excited about that they, these were going to be daily vlogs once again and i feel like this studio is a very centric point to what he's doing um <clears throat> it's a it's a new leap and i'm a huge casey neistat fan and when i looked at this over the past year i noticed that he was very inconsistent and he took note of that and his projects didn't seem like they were this not saying that they didn't have a hundred percent of his attention but they it felt like they didn't you know it's probably because of the whole cnn thing and him trying to make another business through beam but that's all in the past and i guess what i've learned from that from him as well as this youtube is really his thing and where he thrives the most and i think he notes that but during the vlog, I noticed that um, th- during the first few minutes, I noticed that the that the speed, the cuts, the jump, the transitions were all very different, and that's because Casey has a new partner in crime, or his pick, who's Dan, who's from South Africa, and apparently he's now letting other people edit the vlogs, which is really really interesting because he said he would never give control of the vlog to anybody else but i tuned into their live stream for a bit on twitch and apparently casey still holds the narrative um, but dan just adds special effects and transitions and looking at it from this first view from the first time i watched it i'm like this works it still feels very casey when it talks like when he's talking but the transitions they feel like a little bit more modern i guess they feel like the music seems a bit more edgy but not too edgy um which is really cool and on on the whole basis of this you know 368 studio um it's just like a really cool place i think he wants to enable other creators my favorite quote from him is the ultimate evolution in a creative of a creative is to enable other people to do what you've done and i feel like this studio is him uh, putting weight on that quote so i find that really interesting it's obviously like he said it's not like a youtube creator space which is also another topic because the youtube creator spaces apparently have a lot of regulations and uh, sam schaefer talked about this 
um, like you have to get approved before you upload anything from within that space, which is really weird, but it makes sense because YouTube is a private company. But this 368 studio is Casey. So I guess it's like invitation only, which I mean, it makes sense. He kind of owns the building, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was something that um, is just kind of directing to that quote. And it's really cool. Um, he wants to create it into like a sports place, a kitchen, a podcast, a really big creative location. Um, so I think that's awesome. And I think I've been that I think one of my dreams now is to go there and visit, which uh, I feel like he also wants to make his location a podcasting station, which is really cool because he's starting a podcast with his wife. So there's like so much going on and I can't wait to really see how this place thrives. Um, and kind of just going back to what he said, I also felt that that whole pl- New York isn't very centralized. And I can really reflect on that, that there's no real central location anywhere when it comes to creatives in, on YouTube. Um, if you think about it, there's no place here in the Bay Area either. YouTube HQ um, uh, or the Google Place is here. But, you know, San Francisco is also one of the most creative places in the world. So is New York and so is Los Angeles. And there's no real creative location where everybody can meet up without too many regulations. Um, but it's, it's really cool what he's doing. And it's kind of a goal of mine to go there now <laughs> and be invited. Uh, which also brings me to like the goal of this podcast, right? So I think um, I'd like to uh, make sure that I get on his podcast one day. Um, but yeah, that's, it's really cool. I think it's a really well put together transition to his next step um, as a creator, as someone that's been around the whole YouTube location for so long and on the platform. And I think he's making spaces for the new upcoming risers. And I, re- I think that's really cool. So I'm really enjoying it. I feel like this, this whole location isn't, um, or this whole vlog wasn't shot yesterday it was like beforehand and that's because I guess they have to I don't know I feel like they're just backing up just in case or like stocking up on videos maybe it's a week behind or like two weeks behind I don't really know the time it seems a little funky because they're all like preview of the next episode at the end of the vlog so I'm really confused also apparently Casey isn't switching to, to Premiere Pro and his editor, Dan's a premiere editor, and Casey's a Final Cut editor. So, way to make things hard, Casey. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. This is like the longest podcast, apparently. Uh, Anchor lets you go beyond five minutes now, which is really great, because back then I had to break down all my episodes. Anyways, thank you so much for your time and your attention, and I'll catch you in the next one.